0: Hello listeners, welcome to another great podcast session, I'm Satavisa. With the massive worldwide digital transformation, artificial intelligence and machine learning have become an important part of our lives and society as a whole. Today we have with us Nikhil Saru, co-founder and CTO of CoffeeMark.ai. Hello Nikhil, welcome to Analytics Insight, it's a pleasure talking to you.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: I would like to ask you, please tell us about Coffeemark.ai and what makes it unique from others.
1: Okay, uh, coffee Mark AI is a professional networking platform which does the heavy lifting for you. Uh, on other professional networking platforms or even in real life, you have to reach out to people uh, to figure out who might be relevant to you and then start to build a connection. So Coffee Mark, unlike others, finds the right members across our member pool and connects you for a video meeting every week. So rather than you trying to figure out who is relevant to you, we try to identify members who where there could be a symbiotic relationship where you could benefit from their expertise, knowledge or resources and they from yours. And we make the warm introductions, we set up the meetings, so you can uh, at least start the icebreaker in a conversation and it's up to you where it goes.
0: That's great to hear. So uh, tell me how the company is leveraging the new tech trends like AI, big data and analytics to connect with the global network. Of high growth entrepreneurs?
1: Sure. So in the end, the the core of Coffee Mug is the algorithm which helps us identify the right members to meet, right? So let's let's imagine you were a host at a party and you've got 100 people who have come to the party. You would do your level best to ensure you make one-to-one introductions of relevance to the people who have come so that nobody feels left out and they have interesting interactions and valuable conversations with others, right? So we are in a similar space where we have to match the members with somebody who they would find relevant and who would find them relevant too. One of the most common and popular use cases, which has been around for years for AI is product recommendation or matching engines. Product recommendation is still quite easier compared to mutual relevance. For example, if you like a T-shirt or we, you through using AI, we identify you like the blue color and you like T-shirts and you can say, yes, I would like to buy that T-shirt. The T-shirt doesn't need to like you back. It's a one-sided match. I like these five things. So you might also be interested in these 10 things but when it comes to humans we are a little more complex than t-shirts so it's important to find mutual relevance let's take an let's take a little um, absurd example let's say you're a big movie superstar there might be millions of people willing to meet you and spend some time with you but it's also equally important that that superstar who does he want to meet he or she so the challenge which we are trying to solve with coffee mug is of mutual relevance where where there is a mutual benefit for connecting, there's a mutual objective. You need something from someone and that someone also is interested in meeting you. Uh, So from the AI perspective, we are currently at a stack, uh, which we're using uh, AWS SageMaker, but the biggest differential we are also using is a graph database, uh, Neo4j. Graphs helps us identify the predictive power of relationships and next network structures in our data. It tries to figure out which people are similar to you, which are closer to you, which people you have met and there are other people who have similar profiles which helps us do this matchmaking a lot better.
0: Thank you for explaining it so well. Now please tell me uh, about your AI based gatekeeper algorithm and uh, matchmaking algorithm.
1: Okay. The first thing is when you when you want to call people to a party, you want to ensure that people of similar uh, let's say let's say not a party but let's say a professional event you want to ensure that people of or from the similar industry at the similar career stage comes. For example, if you were doing an event in the real world which is targeting young students from premier B school institutes, you would not want professors there or housewives there for example, or if you were doing uh, an event uh, which is for CTOs only in the FinTech industry, you would want to ensure that you get the right audience to your community or the event, correct? So our gatekeeper algorithm also tries to ensure that we have the right people inside the Coffee Mug community. So when they interact with each other, they are able to extract value, So, our focus as of now is definitely business entrepreneurs, business leaders, and people specifically from the startup ecosystem, which includes entrepreneurs, VCs, angel investors, technology leaders, product, uh, product experts, marketing and media, and so on and so forth. So, when somebody comes to Coffee Mug and signs up, we also use public data to try to identify what roles have they worked in in the past, what skills they have in their professional journey, whether they have premium, uh, premier education, what kind of companies they have worked in, what roles they have uh, played in their career over the years to help us identify, even at the f- from the first stage A, can we add value to this person if they sign up on coffee mug and decide to meet other people so that's our gatekeeping algorithm to ensure that we get people in the community who we can help build a stronger professional network than people who we may not be able to help Uh, let's say uh, let's take a simple example as of now if a dj comes into the platform and he says i'm looking for gigs and for uh, music mentorship, we may not be able to help them in the current stage, right? So we can identify that the best people who we can help out of in our community and who are similar to our member set, come into the community, that's our gatekeeper algorithm. The matchmaking algorithm takes inputs from the gatekeeper algorithm. So if I know, and let me go back to my analogy of that host of the party, if I know a lot of details about you, and all the guests who are at my party, I can figure out things, common areas of interests, common objective, common pain points, complementary or collaborative, which people might be interested in. For example, if I know that these two, there's one gentleman who is an expert on uh, uh, machine learning for the financial services industry. And I know, Uh, a young person who's trying to break into data science and is looking for a job in that particular industry, it might be a great meeting and something beneficial should come out. So the only way we can make great matches, if we know a lot of data about these people, what they've done, where they've been, and more importantly, what are their current career objectives, professional objectives, and pain points. So using these two data sets, between two people, our algorithm tries to find who would be the best match out of the thousands of people who've said, Yes, I want to meet somebody this week. The matches could be complementary or collaborative. Complementary is very simple. You are looking to raise funds for your fintech startup, and there are investors here who are interested in fintech startups in the early stage. So you want to raise fund. They want to find great investments. There would be complementary objectives. Collaborative would be: Hey, I'm I'm look I want to start a fintech startup, and I'm a you know I'm a I'm a business guy, and I'm looking for a co-founder who has some technology experience who might be interested in that. Or I'm a marketing manager with the FMCG firm and like to discuss marketing growth growth strategies with other marketing people, maybe from the pharma or the e-commerce space. So we look at both complementary and collaborative uh, intersections between their interest and profile to identify the best person you could possibly meet every week.
0: Amazing. You people are doing a great job. And uh, now I would like to know that if we are talking about risk, what kind of AI-based early warning signals that companies should be
1: aware of well uh well ai is very much a learning agenda so everybody is trying to find a model which works you know everybody's looking for the holy grail uh, even we guy that coffee mug we keep improving the system uh, but a few things to look out for and i you know I would be lying to say if we've solved all of them, but we, as long as you're cognizant of the facts and not go the wrong part. Uh, some of the possible pitfalls you could look for AI is, uh, uh, first could be definitely when you're even setting up the architecture for your AI is an ins- insufficient learning feedback loop. Even when setting up, people say, I have so much data, and if I push that data into some AI-based uh, uh, model, Will I get some answers but the important part even from day one is to ensure that you have a learning feedback loop that as I get more data more could be in terms of volume or more could be in terms of detail or new parameters which I learn about my uh, specific use case. How have we ensured that the data is fed back into the system to make it smarter? The other part, some of the other challenges you could feel is definitely what when it comes to data management you want to analyze a lot of data to find uh, uh, larger trends but you need to ensure that you secure this data which means you don't want individual users to be identified or flagged so you want to use it to look at the forest without people being to you know being able to identify individual trees so protecting the users data while privacy while churning that data so there's nothing which is identified as some of the risk you want to look at. One of the biggest risks which you will also, and all of us struggle with that, is when doing model de- development would be two. One is non-representative data. The data which you are using to train may not recommend all your use cases or all your members or all your products or all your financial transactions in a fairly extensive way. So you might be working with a small set of data and you say 10% of the data is enough, but that 10% may not be a proportionate sample for your entire universe. The other, of course, and as humans, we are very much, uh, you know, we, we are very much at risk of committing this folly is biased or discriminatory outcomes. As long as we feel the outcomes which are coming Satisfy our individual understanding. We believe the model is good, and if the model initial predictions don't match with my my own mental makeup, we believe the model is not working. So we need to ensure that our personal bias or curve fitting, you know, bias does not come in when we are building models. And the last one, which is many, which is will the model scale? Many times at the early stage, you see encouraging results. You're happy that it's giving results in real, real time. But you must realize once it becomes automated, you'll feed in a lot more data, a lot more complex data. Will the model scale? Will it be still able to give that quality of output or better? And will it able to also match with your performance and response and you know, uh, requirements? Initially, when we started CopyMamuck, In the first few weeks, we were matching hundreds of people. Now we are matching thousands. And soon we should be matching tens of thousands. So whatever models we build should be able to give that output to us in a timely fashion.
0: I see. That's really well explained. I would like to know some of the challenges that you might have faced while working in this company. And how did you solve them?
1: Well, so, uh, of course, we stay specific to data and analytics because <laughs> building a startup has tons of challenges, I believe, uh, beyond just the technology piece. One, of, of course, uh, so let's talk about the analytics piece. The problem which is most difficult for us and how have we solved them? I think we are still solving it, which is how do we make our matchmaking bigger, better, faster and more? So we started off with smaller data points, you know, which companies you've worked in, uh, which uh, roles you play, which industries you work in. So we started off with, let's say, uh, maybe 20 roles, which we identified into large buckets and maybe 30-odd industries where we put the professionals. But as more and more members join the coffee mug, we need to ensure that we are able to make even more razor-sharp and pinpointed matches for people. So we're increasing the number of roles, increasing the number of industries people could fall in, and adding more parameters uh, to to our data. Years of experience, for example, certain uh, young people are very happy to be mentored by very senior folks, uh, experts who have retired and as, as mentors. But many people who would say that there's a huge age gap, maybe I cannot add value to this conversation. So all this feedback, what makes people tick and what makes people form that human connection? And there is no cookie cutter format. You cannot have motherhood statements that uh, all young people are looking for mentors. All senior professionals only want to meet people from bigger companies. So all these motherhood statements don't work. And that is why for every individual is unique. So we are analyzing their interaction with other members on coffee mug to realize what is their personal preference so there is no generic model coffee mug member preference every member is unique their profile is unique their business objectives what drive and drivers are unique and what they have and the way they have interacted with other members in the past all this data, we are using this and more and keep we keep reiterating our algorithms to ensure we take all these factors into account to, to keep, get better, keep getting better at building these matches.
0: That's great to hear. Now I would like to know what is your opinion of privacy and how is CoffeeMug is working with it?
1: See, I think one of the biggest drivers and privacy is, is you know it's a huge topic which we, we can go on forever but my personal point of view is very simple data which i share with you and data which i want to want you to use it should be on a consent basis which is a more on a need to know basis so in terms of membership in terms of coffee mug as a platform where it is important for us to know you better before we can introduce you to other people it's important for us to collect a lot of data from our members so we can help make better matches let's take you for example if i knew a little more about you i just saw from your profile picture that you play the sitar also i believe am i correct yes Yeah, So so these are little nuggets you didn't tell me, but I saw from the profile photo, maybe from uh, some of your past jobs, maybe your education that you or maybe award you received in music. The more we know about you, the better we can help match you. So that is one part, which is where you've given the data to the platform for better matching. But you may not be comfortable with me telling people that I've matched you because... You know, you play the star. So what data you share with a business or a concern and which of it would you like to be made a public knowledge? There is a huge difference in privacy. For example, my bank knows everything about my financial behavior and transactions and how much money I have left in my account. Yeah. But I prefer them not to disclose it. So just because data is available, And this is the important part of AI. How can we anonymize individual user, but still figure out trends and models rather than building on individual models and not not allow making their data public is one of the biggest uh, challenges which we face in terms of building large data sets, detailed profiles, and then building the matchmaking algorithms. That's
0: great. That's great to hear. And please tell me, How is the company investing in the employees within the organization to meet the demands of the present and future?
1: Sure. We're uh, we're a fairly young company. We've we've been around for a little over a year. And we started off with maybe four or five of us who started off initially bootstrapped. And now we have around 40-odd colleagues. So uh, pretty much, uh, you know, being the startup, I think one of the... um, most important and for early stage uh, people is skin in the game, which means a great ESOP policy for uh, people who are key drivers beyond the three founders is definitely in place. But uh, I would like to talk about more about the and we have a lot of extremely young people and very talented bright people who've joined us uh, at Coffee Mug and we are really trying to accelerate their careers. Yeah. So I think, so the first step is we do offer well-paid internships. So it's not a sweatshop where we try to get higher cheap labor. So so we do offer well-paid internships and we focus on early career growth. What does that mean? That if you're really good and if you're able to identify as we are, you know, we we have a weekly performance evaluation, especially for younger folks who are just starting out. We can offer them a growth trajectory in the next three to six months, rather than waiting for the annual appraisal. So people who've been with us for eight to ten months are now working on uh, bigger roads, leading people, rather than waiting for that traditional annual appraisal appraisal where you get a growth and salary division and others. Yeah, the other benefit I believe, at least uh, which we can offer right now, is. Uh, although we are, since we are a smaller, close-knit team, is a chance to work directly with the founders. Everybody is interested when you're long, young in learning and earning at the same time. So here, between me, D. T and Abhishek, all these young people, we are able to guide their careers. We're able to spend individual time rather than just a training program or setting. So we are able to interact with them. We are able to guide them and able to grow their careers. Uh, it sounds very theoretical. Let me take some real examples, okay? So, so some of the people in our operations team, of course, have moved to managers, but we're also trying to see which people can fit more into the digital part of the business. So, our blog and content is being written by one of our operations person. Uh, when we got an opportunity to, do, to create some video interviews for some of our Coffee Mug members. Uh, one of the girls from our operations team we realized is an excellent orator and communicator and she is the host for all these video linters They're loving it one young gentleman who was uh, initially working at the graphic designer joined us for a back-end customer service profile but once we realized he had the skills he is also creating the assets for our blog and our social media pages so we were able to give them more opportunities and hopefully help them grow a lot faster than they would in a fixed job or a very well-marketed role. In a young startup, you know, opportunities are there for you to grab. We make it more accessible for our colleagues so they can grow faster with us.
0: That's amazing. And lastly, I would like to ask you, what are your future endeavors for Coffee Month?
1: Well, I think our future endeavors are pretty much the same as our endeavors for our matchmaking algorithm bigger better faster more so bigger of course we we have we have little over 200,000 members already on the coffee Mac platform the movers and shakers and the including uh, ambitious and outgoing uh, professionals already in the platform we want to definitely expand the base and get a lot more people on them on the on the platform we want to be better at what we do better in terms of matchmaking, better in terms of setting up more me- uh, setting up meetings, helping you find the right people every time. Faster, definitely, we want to roll out to more initiatives. We want to roll out. Uh, we have a lot of ideas which are still being rolled out in the product roadmap. We want to do that. And definitely, we want to do a lot more than just matchmaking. We have uh, plans to launch uh, other services and initiatives for coffee mug all around meeting people and around professional networking and uh, hopefully you will see some of them many of them actually in fruition and coming to life in this year
0: thank you so much nikhil for joining us today it was great talking to you
1: great thank you so much